Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Jimmy from Boston. Petey, so let me get this straight. Every game, y'all, a basketball buddy would soap his cock and balls in the shower saying your name while you giggled and gawked at him rubbing one out. And you'd call it joking around? I know you know this already, kid, but you two weren't joking. You were fucking dating. Pete and Sebastian show, baby, we're back. What's going down, bro? Sebastian Maniscalco on the other end, as always. I got to start with this before I forget. Do it. We had a listener order the the cast t-shirt, and I think there's, is there a female version, like a tank top or something? No. No. There's just a medium, small... Large XL, black. There's the cast. That's it. They're doctoring them on their own. It's fantastic. Some of the work they're doing. Okay, so then it was a small. So this listener ordered a, I think a large, and a small. She received the product, and she only got the large, not the small, and she did not get the personal message. That you do. That sounds... That doesn't sound possible. I mean, I'm wondering if it was a resend. It didn't go to... I don't really don't feel like I've ever... Do you know who Well, I owe her a shirt for sure, man. I owe her a card. But, like, you know, there's an email. So, like, you know, email me back. Because there's one. Yeah. You know who the customer is? No. My sister. She, she, I, she ordered. You know what? You know what? <laughs> I got to get an order number. I got because I find that that's incredibly. Uh, that's, give, when you go, let me give. When you can, give me an order number. That, she calls me up. She calls me up. She goes, "I got the cash. I ordered a couple shirts. I got one shirt, and no message." I go, "That's wow." Yeah, she goes, "Is he doing the messages anymore?" And I go, I, 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 th- I think he is. Every message, yeah. I mean, I'm, I trying, to going, I I'm trying to get him out. I'm trying to get them all out for customer, customer service. Over there. I, that's unbelievable. That's a, of all people, of all people. Oh, shit. I, you know what? I mean, I stand by my product to the point. Where I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna need to see the order number from Sis because we may. Yeah, uh, this ain't sure. Walmart where I just go. Customer's always right. Let, no, seriously, I owe her a T-shirt, <laughs> but that's quick because I'm really trying to. Um, 
get them all in before Christmas. So I had to print some more last night, the inserts, because, uh, you know, people like when they want the inserts. And I, uh, there was one, uh, there's one order. And I'm going to say it, I don't have it now, but I'm going to add it to this cast because I have a note to do with it. There's one order, like 0067. It just disappeared, man. I can't find it anywhere. It's not in my archive. It's nowhere. So, like, I just keep waiting for somebody to email going, you motherfucker, I bought this, like, three months ago. And I'm like, are you 67? I've been waiting for you. I can't, <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. But, oh, God. Well, no, I, these cash shirts are popping up all over the show, especially front row. I'm, I'm shocked that uh, that uh, the popularity is just it's yeah, just that's it. unbelievable. Now, yeah. wow. so we're seeing a lot of cash shirts out there. Thanks for uh, thanks for that. I'm shook, bro. I'm still shook from this <laughs> off my game, man. Wow. <laughs> Totally off. I'm off my game too. I just got out of a massage. This guy, I think, uh, I think he massaged my organs. That's how deep this guy went. So if he listens to the cast, he's probably his wife was like, you know what to do when you get in there, Henry. Rub as hard as you can. All right, or he's just gonna go right back to the Japanese cupping guy. And, and I'm not off my game. I was feeling good until my product was fucking. I got a bad Yelp guy. It's killing me. From a friend oh, of, God. of all people, too, man. You just did me, Sebastian, by the way, just hooked me up with tickets for a family member. Unbelievable gesture. I can't even. I, it's just, yeah, really cool, bro. Uh, yeah, so that's gonna that's happening uh, next week. Uh, what the hell, man? I, I feel lethargic. I got to apologize to the listeners right off the bat. The way I'm feeling right now, I'm trying to figure out how the hell this cast is going to roll. Uh, so let's just let's take pump your time because I don't want to put you where you got to talk about something I brought up while you were trying to think of something. But the come down guy from four arenas to United Center sold out. I mean, the, the come down has got to be. I, I just just go into the deli. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing in the deli? This is <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that I'm in this deli right now. <laughs> I, I do got to tell you. With these arenas, what I've been doing is asking to see the locker rooms of the home team that I am uh, I'm there for, like Detroit Pistons, the Red Wings, whatever. So I went into the Detroit Red Wing locker room. I got to tell you, and I've been in a few of these locker rooms, hockey locker rooms. This thing's a shrine. To the Red Wings, wow! They got the they got the logo on the on the ceiling. It's huge. They got their own personal weight room. They got a hockey rink in the stadium that they practice on. Aside from the the real rink upstairs, right oh. downstairs, they they got another hockey rink downstairs. Like, where that's, you know, yeah yeah that's crazy man. It's like yeah. We don't want so like, to. We keep that nice. We keep that nice for games. <laughs> yeah. So, God, I'm just blown. So I, I gotta tell you, I went into the bull, the Bulls locker room, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, six-time champion Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, best player of all time. I walk in and yeah, it's nice, but I was asking where Jordan's locker was. I said, where did he get ready? He goes, they remodeled it. 
and the locker they took out, and it's somewhere in the building. Now, I don't know if the guy knew where it was and he wasn't telling me. Yeah. But they got the locker that they saved for Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. They said that he liked to be by the the bathroom so he could duck in and out of the, for the press just in case he had to duck out. The bathroom oh. was right there, so oh. he just went and slipped in the bathroom. Wow, wow. Then the, I was the, the, at, This is like... To me, his um, his locker is like as important as the desk that they wrote the Declaration of Independence on. This is like I would, history. Yeah. The whole space should never be nothing. It should the, the locker should have stayed, and it should have been like a glass. God, they glass in case less imp- Cindy Lauper's outfit in fucking Hard Rock, and like they took Jordan's locker out. This is making no sense. I agree. I think they should have left it in there. And almost mummified it, you know, just had it in glass. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever was in there, the last game is what's there, and that's that. No one, no one ever gets dressed there. Every ten years, they got one of them museum curators come in with a special vacuum, and they go in, they vacuum it up, (laughs) and then they put the glass back on, right? So don't get dusty. That's it. This is the greatest ever. I mean, where, where is the where's the locker? No one knows. In somewhere know, in the building. It says somewhere in the building. United Center is almost thirty years old, which I find that hard to believe. I can't believe it's that old already. So uh, yeah, went into to the locker room. I went into the Cleveland locker room. There's a uh, basketball player by the name of Taco Fall. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, was on the Celtics. Now he's with the Cavaliers. They had his shoe there. Yeah. 19 and a half. This thing looks like a canoe. Oh, my. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's like 7'11", right? Yeah, well, he's like 7'7", right? And he, uh, everything, everything in these locker rooms, everything's high. From the, from the sink where you wash your hands to the urinal, everything is, it's made for a giant. So when you walk in there. You gotta piss, and you gotta piss up. No kidding, man. Ho, ho, ho. Green Giant. You would think that it would just be normal, and you know, they used nah. to go, you know, bending or whatever, but wow. <laughs> no, custom no, no, made. No. Oh. Custom made, man. So. It's pretty. It's, it, uh, oh, man. A 19 and a half sneaker. I wish I could see it. You know what I mean? To like really, because I know I'd be like, holy shit. Like, is it heavy? Did you hold it? Yeah, it's heavy, but I, I found out that Shaq has a size 22. Holy I mean, that's two and a half inches more than this guy. Yeah, it's 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 not. I mean, I put my foot up, right up to it, and it's it dwarf. It's like it. My foot <laughs> looked like Caruso's foot to me. <laughs> eh? So to have a foot that big, like. You got to walk, wake up and just go downstairs and have like eight eggs, right? Like you got to be, <laughs> you just got to eat all day to fuel that. That's like a diesel truck. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's amazing to see. So yeah, we toured the locker rooms. Nice to be home. I, uh, I saw a bunch of friends of mine. Um, uh, really nice to see. Just like the guys I kind of grew up with. When were you we in the locker room, by the way? Did you hear <coughs> about the, uh, the Bulls, man? Half the no. teams, half the teams quarantine now. Half the team. Oh God! 
<laughs> they all got quarantined. I was like, I know you already had it, so you're good to go. I don't know if you went in there with an entourage, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, I don't think that had anything to do with uh, the me. I, I got to tell you, are you think you're susceptible to getting this thing? COVID. Well, <clears throat> I got I to gotta be honest with being honest. I, I just canceled my booster. I uh, well, did you get a booster? No, because I my had my antibodies tested. They're through the roof. Right, right. Well, you, you can't just say, "Yeah, my antibodies tested well." You gotta go there through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you sleep better at night. They're through the roof. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, well, I was gonna get the booster, and then Jackie talked to a really good friend who's a doctor and. Very good doctor, and he's like, he's, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's like, this stuff. I, I got the vaccine too. He goes, but you know, it's not, it's not the best stuff to keep pumping in us, and you know, you got to ask yourself, how good is it? I don't want to say it, but how? I'm saying it for myself. You know, three in a year? What? You, I'm getting bloated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going with the two until I see the, how this cron plays out. It looks pretty light right now, and uh, we'll, well go from I mean, there. From what I understand, and I might be wrong again. Don't don't look at this show for factual information whatsoever. But yeah. apparently, it's it's uh, more contagious, but more of a mild effect. Uh, this new variant, so it's like wow. a cold, right? So yeah. what do we what are we all hopped up for if it's just a cold? You know. Long story short, but I had this crazy flight uh, back from Minneapolis as far as... Didn't even get a hotel room. I just ended up going back to the hotel because I was flying out so early. So at one point, it's like about 2.45 in the morning, and I'm sitting in the Minneapolis airport. Got my nice... I've, I decided to go with an overcoat, which I'll get into on another cast, but what a look the overcoat is. Just sends, uh, sends a message with the dangling <laughs> scarf. Oh, boy. Oh, God. In an airport? Wow, that's I a like look, a Javalia man. commercial guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there, and about 20 feet away from me is a kid, maybe 25 in his early 20s, and he's sleeping on like all four of these things. And uh, he's got one of them. He's got a mask on, but he's off to his side, right? But he's wearing a mask. And two cops come walking by. What are the only two in the whole airport, right? And they walk by, and I'm up. And I just say, hey, guys, you know? And they walk by, and the one cop leans over the kid and goes like this and bends over and to see his face. And then looks at the other cop and goes like that, like nods, like that it was on the mask. And I'm like, man, this is intense, man. This is intense. But then that same kid's going to be given a, a Biscoff cookie on the plane. He can pull his mask down and bite into that. But you'll lean it over. At 2.45 in the morning. To what? see if he's spreading. <laughs> Crazy Burn. town, man. Oh, I mean, you know, shit. it's like... So anyway, and then our governor just announced a new mask mandate everywhere. And, um, like, I was in New York City during the week. I had this corporate gig. Hung out with Mazzilli. Great to see Mazzilli, by the way. Had this corporate gig, and I go to go in a diner by myself to get uh, something to eat. And I walk in, and the lady's like, I need your vaccination thing, which no one's ever asked me for anywhere where I go, you know. So, But I had it on my phone, so I'm like, oh, I'm trying to find it. And it was cold outside, and I couldn't find it. And I look up at her, and I go, 
I'll just step outside. When I find it, I'll come back in. I swear, I thought she'd go, okay, just stand there. It's cold. She goes, yeah, yeah, do that. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> I got to go out there and I come back in with it. And now and now I'm cool because I wasn't lying and I got it. So I sit down. But uh, So what yeah. does it make a difference? This is what I don't understand. It's, it's, it's evading the vaccine anyway. So what is it? What, this, new, this new Omicron, whatever the hell it's called. Right, right, yeah. It's skipping over the vaccine. So if you got the vaccine and yeah. you could still get it, what the fuck they checking your shit for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, man, you're either part of the problem. You're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Keep walking, man. Just keep walking. <laughs> Pete and Sebastian, Italian MDs. And then, and then in my town, oh, though, shit. the first day they announced the new mask mandate, I got to go into a store, and I'm like, I'm going pretending I forgot. Let's see how this plays out. And as I walk in, this is the time we're living in. You walk in, two people coming out without masks, and I'm like, yeah, baby, we're dancing. Let's do this. <laughs> and you go in, and you see a few more. And then our guy went on the news, our local congressman, and he said, I ain't enforcing it. I don't have the guys to enforce it. If you want to wear a mask, wear it. If you don't, don't. If you have an establishment and you don't want someone in there without a mask, then tell them to leave. So, I like how they it's got the Wild people. West out here. Oh God, <laughs> they got enough people. They got enough people to enforce the mask mandate, but for the uh, for people uh, smashing and grabbing and stealing shit, they they don't got the fort. <laughs> the, they'll the- make sure you got your mask on while you're stealing shit. There's a building burning as we speak in Minneapolis, and they're leaning over to see if this kid's napping with a mask on. <laughs> and listen, man, oh, I love shit. the men in blue. I They are the best. I'm just, and I know they're just doing their job. It's just like the people are telling them what to do. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's so, crazy. Anyway, what's uh, going on? S- speaking of airplanes, we took yeah. a flight in from Detroit to Chicago. And this is during all those tornadoes. I don't know if you saw that the Midwest got hit by tornadoes, especially yeah, Kentucky, right? Yeah, man. Very sad. So, pilot comes out and he gives us this blanket statement. He goes, "It's going to be turbulent the whole way." Right now, <clears throat> do you think you should get a more of a descriptive situation? other than it's going to be turbulent like or do you think like how turbulent well, well you know we, what i'm saying commercial were you going commercial or were you guy uh private yeah uh you know i mean that's i gotta tell you i flew the day after and we had heavy 70 mile an hour winds out of buffalo i didn't think i was gonna make my gig and the guy said the same thing he's like it's gonna be it's gonna be bad going up it's gonna be rough you're not gonna get service and uh you know, and it's going to be bad when we land, but we should find some space while we're up there. But no games, just no, no sugarcoating it. It was like buckle in, put your tunes on, and yeah. we get we take off, and right away the the plane is moving side to side, side to side, bro. Right now, my head starts to run wild. Now, uh-huh. I start to ask myself. Is there a wind threshold that a airplane has where if uh, the tower calls the airplane and goes, listen, it's 135 mile an hour winds, you know that the plane 
can't take a more than 130. Yeah. Do you think there's a, a limit to the amount of wind that a plane can withstand? Oh my God. First of all, can I just say to that, if the guy's like, you know, the wings snap at 130, we're clocking 127 winds with you right now. So <laughs> you got, you know, you got three wind, three mile an hour window before your wing snaps. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, well, it depends, bro. You ever see during hurricanes, they have those special planes that fly through the hurricane to measure it? Oh, I don't even, I don't oh, even see that. It's insane. They're designed to go right into the heart of the hurricane. And, the, and these people taking measurements, and they're like, oh, my God, do people have no family who would take that job? It's insane. <laughs> <laughs> You're kissing your kid. Daddy's got to go fly into the middle of a hurricane. I'll see you Sunday. <laughs> But why aren't all those? Why are we all flying in that hurricane plane? Yeah, why isn't that just the standard plane (laughs) now? (laughs) Well, I tell you, man, what got me over it big time years ago is I did one of those. You ever do one of them one month tours with um, Just for Laughs of Canada? That's where we met you. That's where I met you. I know. I just did a like a week one with you where we stayed in Toronto and went out by van every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is one that a lot of guys have done through the years. You start east coast and work your way west and you're on a lot of you fly every day 20 minute 30 minute flights and one of the guys with us was alonzo bowden and alonzo bowden used to be an airplane mechanic and i used to be really afraid of flying and i would sit next to him and he would explain to me like what was happening and he'd be like which is like what a pilot like maybe would be nice (laughs) right and he's going he goes you could take the wingtips and if you bent them all the way up, you could make them touch and they still wouldn't snap, right? And he's Jeez. like, these planes are designed to take like so much more than what they could ever be given, like, you know, with the four engines and this and that. And he's walking me through it. And then you're flying every day. So you start to get so tired that you like forget you're even on a plane. And then by the end of the tour, you, you really start to realize, oh my God, flying. Is so much safer than driving. Because then I landed, now I'm in a cab going back into New York City. I'm like, this is insanity. I don't even know this guy. He's not even from my country. I don't even know what the fuck if he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Wait, that's how that part's out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? At least his pilot. I know he went to all this piloting school. So I know, regardless of the piloting school and the whole thing, yeah. we're up there, we're going side to side. So yeah. I'm thinking to myself, could this thing like f- do a full rotation? Like, could the wind take it and, like, spin it? That's what I'm thinking, man. (laughs) So we get up there, and we're still having a little turbulence, but nothing big. Then I I feel like we entered the eye of the tornado. I swear to God, I thought thought this was it. Everything's shaking, and then all of a sudden, boom, we spit out of this thing smooth. Smooth for a little bit. Now we're going down, and I swear to God, this is – the whole plane was frightened. My uh, tour manager's on. She's in the back. She's screaming. Oh my god! Like oh my god! Oh my god! And, and oh I mean, you could god. just you could feel the wind like hitting the plane, right? It's like, and I'm thinking to myself, is this guy up there? These two pilots are they up there going? We shouldn't be doing this, but we got to get him to his gig. Like, you know, like. Do they feel pressure? Right, right. So midway through this, I was going to go in the cockpit going, listen, guys, but th- 
I didn't want to see what was going on up there. Like, I didn't want to tap them. They turn around, they're drenched, sweating. <laughs> like this. What the fuck do you want? And <laughs> 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 you said they're drenched, sweating. Oh my. <laughs> I don't want. I didn't want to see that as a passenger where he's got his shirt off and he's trying to let him win. He's like, I'm calling my wife. What do you want? Love- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, so I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get up or anything. But here's my second question. Do you think the pilot has an obligation to come on the airplane intercom and go, Hey, guys. I know it seems bad, but don't worry about it. We got it. All I'm sitting there is wondering what the hell are they doing in the cockpit right now, right? Like, right. Like are, they t- are they tapping each other going, no, that button. You know, like, what, what, right. what is happening during that? <laughs> you could open it up and the, and the co-pilot could be punching the pilot in the face, like losing his mind. And the pilot's like, thank God you came in. Get him the fuck off me. Get him. You know, like, it's total trust. You just trust the doors closed and you just trust that these uh, yeah. two care about their life as much as I care about mine. You okay. know, I've never been on a plane, I don't think, where someone screamed. That would scare me. Like, I've been uh, on one, like, oh, like that, but to hear it, oh, my God, that would make me follow it up with an oh, my God, myself. No, 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 I've been, I've been on a few of those is where uh, you, woo, you know, one of those, oh, God. So, this thing slams to the ground, it lands, and uh, I, listen, I don't normally do this. I find this to be something when it does happen on a on an airliner, I, I find it to be completely annoying. But I was clapping like we won the Super Bowl. Everybody <laughs> literally broke out into applause and started shouting up at the front going, Great job! Great job! <laughs> So, <laughs> oh god! Now, I pilot, the come. congrats to the pilot, man! I did that on mine too. That's so funny, bro. <sighs> so we're sitting there. He stops the plane, and the guy—he's—I'd say he's about sixty-eight, <laughs> sixty-eight, maybe even seventy, maybe mid-sixties, right? The pilot. I go. I go. Yeah. He comes back with a smile, and I go, any problem? Like, did you ever feel at one point up there that this wasn't going your way? He's like, are you kidding me? That was fun. He goes, I've been doing this for 40 years. I've, I've seen worse than that. And I was like, this guy was like I just, nothing. This is the question I want to know. When your wife... Calls you later that night and says, how was the flight? Do you just say, that's fine? Or do you go, ah, I got a little bunk. Like, does this worst, even... Yeah. Worst flight of my life. <laughs> no, obviously. Not you. I'm saying the pilot. When he says oh, it was... the pilot. When he says it was no big deal, later on... <laughs> that's funny, because worst flight of your life. But if his wife asked him how the flight was, would he even say anything other than, ah, that's fine. Would he even go on? Oh, it was kind of a little uh, choppy. 
he probably say, yeah, a little choppy there. We had some 60-mile-an-hour winds, but, you know, nothing I couldn't handle. But my question, and I'll ask him this next time around. I want to ask him, is it hard to control the plane when there's 60-mile-an-hour winds? Like, is he sitting there wrestling the wheel, you know, like the yeah. the, the gauge, or is it on autopilot? How is it hard to maintain the level of flight through that type of weather? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I am. Good. I'm so with you that, like I was saying, I was flying in from Buffalo to to Detroit, and we had these crazy winds on Lake Erie. Trees are down all over. It was nuts. And when we're coming in, I'm in, like, the last seat in the back of the Delta flight because they had to change my flights and shit because there's snow in Minneapolis. Now, on the screen, you can put the thing called flight tracker on your Delta flight, a lot of them, so you can see how fast the plane's going and the headwinds. Now, from what I understand, the plane's got to be doing, at least in my head, from what I understand, 200 miles an hour. If it goes below 200 miles an hour, it just drops, right? So... We're coming in, and I'm watching them. I'm like, okay. That I go, we, I feel like we're not even moving. You ever feel them let off the engine? I'm like, guy, what the f- Did you just take your foot off the gas pedal? Like, the f- <laughs> yeah. I'm going to nosedive. Like, because you, you know, so, so we're coming down. The wind is coming at us so hard that he's like revving it to fight through the wind. And then all of a sudden, the wind changes direction. So so now if it's going with us at 30 miles an hour and we're doing 200, now we're really only doing 170. We're going to drop, speed up, you know. So we're doing this. We're do- and then the wings are going, and I'm out the window looking like, level them out, level them out. All right, don't worry about the, don't worry about the wings yet. We still got 30 feet to the ground, but don't let that wing tip hit the ground. If the wing tip hits, a, you know. And then he's coming like this, and he's about to land, and he doesn't. I go, good call. We're still rocking. Now, now, drop it now. Drop it now. <laughs> Boom. So, right? I, don't, I felt like I was flying to him. So then everyone – and the thing that blows my mind, I'm looking around. like People are, like, they're chatting, sleeping. I'm like, this. you, you almost died, and, yeah. and, and you have no idea. So that everyone gets off. No one says nothing, and the pilot, kind of a young guy, he's hanging in the doorway. And I got to think, you ever notice like sometimes they're in the doorway and sometimes they're not? I feel like when he lands in the wind, he, he's like, oh, I, I got to stand by the doorway. <laughs> yeah, just so people can tell me how great I am. You know, this was a... Yeah, it's so like I, having a great set. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, bro. I can't go home after that. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta linger at the bar. <laughs> so, I do that. I'm not even up to him yet, and I'm like, I gotta say, I come walking up. I pat him on the shoulder. I'm like, I, I, the skill level, the skill level. Thank you so much. And the flight attendant starts laughing, and he's like, No problem. I was like, No, man, just beautiful. And then I slid right off. But like, how do you? How do you not say that? It's like getting a delicious meal and walking right past the chef and not saying anything. I know, I know. And 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 with this guy that came back out, same thing happened. Two of the guys on the plane with me, nothing. They they were looking at Instagram during the during this. I'm out. I'm I'm looking out the window, wondering if we're gonna make it. And they're looking at uh, uh, Instagram posts. So we land. Here, here's here's the problem I got though. Yeah. The other pilot's still in the cockpit. Like, 
I'm thinking, is he is he like slumped over on the wheel, and did did he go through it? Why are both of them out here? Right, right. I at the end of the day, how do you know it's not all a big poker match? You know, how do you know they they, they land the plane, they, they fix it, they're drying the sweat off, and the, and the older pilot says to the younger one, "You can't even get your shit together. You stay here. I'll go out there. I'll tell them it was no big deal." <clears throat> you know. I don't know. The only way you'll ever know is if you go sit up there during it, you know? I know. That's what I want to know. Like, what's going on? Are they talking a lot? Are they chatting? What are they doing? What's going on during those moments up there? I want to know, and I'll get the answer for the listeners and you next time I fly. But uh, You you have a drive, man. When you're driving in the snow, you know, from the Chicago days, the minute it starts snowing, you lower the radio, someone's with you, you're like, shut the fuck up, I'm trying, you know? <laughs> then, then my wife will get too quiet, and I'm like, am I alone in this? What, are you sleeping over there? <laughs> yeah. Is there any of that? that? That's the other thing. They land in snow. I'm like, now, are, are they, like, looking out the window? I, I look for them when they go to board the plane to see if they go, oh. Shit. All right, I'm get, you know, <laughs> I look for all of it, man. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I, I in a car, you take a turn at five miles an hour, you hit an ice slick, you're doing a 360, right? right, right. And they're an airplane coming out of the sky, hitting a runway. You're telling me that there's no movement on the wheels on that thing? I know. I, I don't know. I'm always doing the mindset when we're coming down. Well, and it's a bad flight. We could be 20 feet up. I'm like, just hit the ground. I'll deal with whatever's going to... Let's slide into an airplane hangar. I don't give a shit. Just get to the ground. You know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> Only once oh. in my life did I ever have an aborted flight in Utah. We got like 100 feet. and It was too windy, and he took it back up. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh get my this God. rookie out of the seat. Oh, did he come on the... On the intercom and say I had a I had a, a board because it was too windy. It got a little too gusty. We're gonna turn around and give it another shot. And you're like, oh, okay, oh, and then, oh. you know what I say to that? <laughs> turn it around and go back to where we started. Land it over there. We'll try it. We'll, we'll try it tomorrow. What What are you gonna give it? Twenty minutes? <laughs> you're gonna circle the airport and build up your confidence for the next twenty minutes. <laughs> We're not trying to parallel park, guy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And oh. Here, here's an here's another one, and I don't know if you've ever heard uh, anything like this on the airplane. You ever in turbulence and something like falls, like whether it's like a bottle or something like falls up by the galley, and you're like, "All right, did they not make it strong enough?" For this type of vibration, you know, like when shit starts falling, you're like, "Are we, are we at the maximum amount we could be at?" That's it. That's any movie I ever seen where a building's gonna collapse or an earthquake. The first thing to fall is a bottle, and everyone's like, "Hmm, what's that?" Right? I'm right there with you. You ever see have it fall and do a little roll down the aisle? How ominous is that? May as well be a grenade. <laughs> Ah, it's so frightening, oh, man. I shit, thought, man. I honestly thought, uh, you know, a lot of that would be a, leave, a relief. I don't know what the right word is, but it wouldn't be as much flying private. But I guess no, it's smaller. The plane's smaller, so you're gonna you're gonna yeah. feel every 
everything up there. So can you keep you the door little... open? The one time I flew private, they you could keep the door open and chat with the pilot. Could you if you wanted to? Yeah, I mean, there's a drape up there. There's no door. There's a little drape. If, I mean, you could, you know, if you slid it to the side, would he be like? Yeah. Do I come on stage with you? Then why are you opening the curtain? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've opened the curtain where I go, hey, you know, could you? it's a little cold back here. Can you put up the heat? And uh, they're, they're, up uh, th- they're up there on their phones. Yeah, but no, like, no one's so you, flying the plane. When you hit that turbulence and the wind is going like that, yeah. if you open the curtain and he's on his phone and he's calm, wouldn't that calm you down? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying. By the way, you should tell all your pilots, too, I give bonuses when you cancel flights because of danger all right i'm not the guy that gives you a bonus for getting me through a hurricane i'll yeah. give you a bonus for saying i ain't going through the hurricane yeah don't try to be no hero if you think you can't land this thing turn around well we started up on his six when he pulled through the clouds and then i moved in above him well if you were directly above him how could you see him because i was inverted <coughs> No, he was, man. It was a really great move. She was inverted. Oh, the weather outside is frightful. But that fire is so delightful. Since there's no place to go, listen to the Pete and Sebastian show. Hey, it's your old pal Dean Martin here wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and a happy belated Hanukkah to all my Jewish pallies as well. Oh, and Sebastian, good luck getting engaged, my boy. Why don't you do it like I did? Twice. Just get down on one knee, look her in the eye, and say, You want to be one of the lucky ones, baby. Because this handsome Dago is offering you a lifetime with me. If that don't work, offer her the Porsche. Gotta run. It's happy hour, you know. Whatever happened to Christmas? The voice already told me there was a there was a like a oh god you got it in the introduction <laughs> to the gift. This and uh, it's dragging it's... on. <laughs> Does the dog know it's a shithole? <laughs> You save up, if you can, cash on the side. It's the in case he hits me cash. (laughs) (laughs) He can't do a German accent. You think the mustache is the problem? (laughs) Just wrap it. Let's go. I (laughs) de-jewel. Whatever happened to Christmas? Can you imagine if we had that? You come out, someone keyed your car, and you just lift up your asshole. <laughs> and then they come out, and they're like, Oh, Jesus. To the singing. She goes, I thought if you would need me, you'd come and get me. But what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Share in the worry. Share in the worry. As we're walking down the hill... Pete shows us his scar. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, it, it was a little revealing. I, <laughs> and whatever happened to 
you remember how to walk? You put one foot in front of the other. What the fuck? Whatever you were doing before this happened, go back to that. What is this, people? This is a good time to know. It's a good time to nothing. Get back to whatever you were doing before the Wuhan special came out. When I put my head on that pillow at night, I was just grateful to be working. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I gotta tell you, I don't know how the hell you live in a cold climate, bro. Yeah. It's. I was in the Midwest this week, going right through me to wind. Right through me. The wind is annoying, but when I get inside, no one comes in, steals half the store, runs out. That's a nice touch. Steals after store. The smashing grabs in California. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't mind it. I, I, you know, actually, it's like it's like only like forty five right now, and the problem is, is, if it's gonna, if you're gonna live in cold, we want the snow, we want to ski and do some of that. So it's like you know, my brother's visiting after Christmas. We're gonna go skiing, and now I'm like, I guess we'll do like a two hand touch big football game or something here, man. It's gonna be. 60. I'm telling you, man, the way global warming's going, bro, the people are going to be buying condos where I live in 10 years <laughs> for, for, for retiring. Uh, I, what's wrong with global warming? The the, the places like uh, Fredonia are going to be, a f- the real estate market's going to be through the roof. You know, I got to say, I'm no scientist, but it seems like easier to just relocate people away from where these floods are going to be. Uh, like work with work around global warming you know like i just the idea that we're gonna lower the temperature seems a pretty ambitious you know yeah i agree man i agree i don't know what the hell's gonna happen but uh yeah man oh uh, man it's 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 just that that gretchen girl that uh activist uh, oh 12 12 year old something like that yeah if she listened to the cast she would not be happy with what i just said how dare you we are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Well, hey, man, you know what? This is this is all based on feeling, no facts. Man, I'm off. I could tell I'm off. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I just... I know sometimes you're oh. trying to think of something you want to say, and then I come in and I babble away, and then you're like, oh, no. I got it, and he's knee-deep in L- some no, story no, about no, yelling no. at a guy at an airport. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I, uh, I totally lost my train of thought. Going through physical therapy today, right? For the First back? time for the, for the sciatic stuff. This guy comes in, been doing this for 30 years. And I got to pat myself on the back here. When they ask me what's wrong with myself, the way I respond, I feel, is textbook patient. Like what a patient should do. Did I tell you last time I went to the doctor, the ortho guy, (laughs) that I walked in and I go... The way I'm answering your questions, are you are you happy with that? 
he goes, what are, what are you talking about? I go, you like the way that I just give it to you, like with no fat on the bone. I just give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people, I feel, yeah. when they go to the doctor, they really like to talk about their pain. Like, when I get up, I have it right here. But when then I lay down, I have it right here. But when I go to my right side, I don't do any of that. I do when I get up. I got a shooting pain on the right thigh that curls into my calf but doesn't go into my feet. And I shut off. <laughs> if everybody did it like you, he could book two, three more appointments a day. That- that's what I'm saying. I come in there prepared. I actually right. came in there with a list of what what's wrong with me so I could just refer to the list and not sit there and figure out while he's doing it. You know, it, it was textbook patient, right? Now, what Plus, you, I yeah. feel good. What happens? Go you ahead. ever have this, though, where you, something that hurts that is one of the reasons you're in there, uh, it doesn't end up hurting at the moment when you're in there? I did. I told you it happened today. He goes, where does it hurt? I said, it hurts when I do this. I go, look, it's not hurting, not right now. It's like, it's like. Then he goes, this is what this is this is what throws me off. Yeah. Is it a is it a numbing? Is it a numbing pain? Bless you. Is it? Is, thank you. Is it a stinging pain? Is it a shooting pain? I don't have. This is the only thing I got to work on. Yeah. I got to work on my pain descriptors. Yeah, yeah. What what it is? Is it stabbing? Is it numbing? Is it tingling? Throbbing. That throbbing. To me, they're they're all the same, right? I yeah. There's like I mean, yes. I yes. There would be four different ways to describe my neck. It's all those. Like like. Yeah. Are you telling me if I say it's stinging? As opposed to if I say it's throbbing, you're going to check a different page in your little uh, medical book because it's two separate? Come on, man. Yeah, no. Is it If I say stinging, is that a nerve issue? And if I say throbbing, is that a muscle issue? That's what I want to know. I mean, I want to figure out if any of this stuff really matters or they're just sitting there trying to get a, a grasp of what's going on. But anyway, I don't know. He he told me uh, we did some electrical therapy, you know, some pads on my back, threw some electricity in the lower back, and did some uh, ultrasound. He said, "Not don't." Based on the MRI, he goes, "You don't need to go to a chiropractor. Chiropractor will screw you up even more." Based on what he saw in the MRI, I got a lot of problems in a lot of different areas in my back. Look, man, you're a great patient. But uh, he don't want me working out for a week, which I don't know if that's going to happen, bro. I'm I'm so into these workouts right now. I don't think I could take a week off. Can't you do something light, you know, no weights? Just do some, you know, cardio. Get it going. Do a little elliptical. Hike. I Just could go do hike. It. I can't do uphill. That's not good for the back. He oh. said I could walk on a treadmill and I could do it. El- <coughs> do what about machine. what about laps? <coughs> Swimming? Yeah. Didn't even talk about it. So, yeah, this this is going nowhere, man. What? <laughs> the cat? <laughs> oh, you're dying. You're, you're I'm really not. So I'm, off. I'm, I'm literally what, into what it, What do you man. got? No, no, what do you got? No, I'm, oh. I'm, I'm upset at my topic choices. Oh, no. I was listening to Go it, ahead. man. I was fascinated by it. But, you know, I got to say, though, sometimes you ever go to these doctors and like i'm not saying it's this guy but when they ask me questions is it this is it that i want to almost at some point go I, I, when are you gonna 
start check you check that's why i'm here yeah. i'm not sure what it is you i'm supposed to say my neck and then you go da 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 and then you look up and go boom you know yeah never that. yeah so i don't know bro hang in there <clears throat> back sucks man i'm wearing a brace right now guy i'm telling you man it keeps it for what for my back i i, I when i write now i've been writing and when i sit in this chair too long my back goes out on me and Jackie's like, get a better chair. I go, this is a great chair. It's not the chair. My my back just, it, I can't sit up too long. Like, it's crazy. Like, then just like this. So what is it, a weight belt? Remember I told you a few casts ago, I stopped at a Walmart uh, because my back was giving out. And I bought yeah, a, yeah. A, a back brace. And I ended up liking it. And I keep using it, man. So. Yeah, yeah, but it's but not do, a weight you... belt. It's back brace. Like, it's like Velcro. <laughs> You know, just Velcro. Oh, wow. That, that, it just sounds old. It, just, it sounds, it sounds, that sound, yeah, that sounds like you're 68. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, <laughs> only, but only at night. No one hears it <laughs> all day long, and it's thin, so you don't even know it's there. It gives me good posture. So do you wear that, like, if you were going to Home Depot, would you throw that thing on? Uh, no, I just figured I saw it in my office and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be sitting in that chair for an hour talking with you, so I'll throw it on. But I did a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'd say about two months ago, and I've never done this again. I have a different one, similar to this one, and I had a long flight. Uh, I think I was going to Portland. I, f I flew with the back brace, and I got to tell you, man, when I went through security and, you know, I'm taking off my shoes and everything else, and then you hear... <laughs> Oh, fuck. You think I'm going to my place in Arizona for the winter? You're like, I'm a snowbird. <laughs> Look at this 70-year-old oh, guy. <laughs> and then I get through and I go up to the side. I lift up my shirt. I put the fucking thing back on. Oh, oh God. Bro, if you were behind me and I heard that noise, I would go, this guy's in a wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? You would think I'm going to stand off to the side, wait for the guy to come with the wheelchair without a doubt. But... uh but yeah, it gives me that extra support sometimes. Maybe it's something you should think about. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't. But I wanted to say uh, when I went to New York City, I just want to make this real quick. But again, wearing my trench coat, and I had just a one night corporate gig, and I got to the hotel early, and I happened to be by the Christmas tree. So I'm like, yeah, let me walk over and check it out. And then there was St. Patrick's Cathedral. So now. I don't know. Have you ever gone in like a nice church in Chicago or anywhere? Like I've done, I've done this lots of churches, and you're walking through and you're checking it out, and there's like somebody in the pew crying and like praying and crying, and I'm always no. like, oh, "You've never seen that?" No. <laughs> and I've always been like, "That's a little heavy, man. What's going on there?" You know. So I'm in the St. Patrick's and I'm walking around and I just I decide, hey, it's Christmas time. I got I can't check into the hotel. Let me let me sit in a pew here and just take a knee. And then I start thinking about I don't want to upset anyone, but I start thinking about my dad and like because it's almost been about a year. And I have my nice trench coat on and my uh, scarf and I just start shedding a little tear and I got a fresh hanky and I just go like that. And uh, I'm like. I'm that guy. I'm the guy that I made fun of. You know? But, but I got to tell you again, if I was in like a puffy black, you know, ski jacket or something, and I'm crying, it, it just it just doesn't have the effect as the overcoat with the scarf. It looks like, it just looks heavier. The, over, the overcoat with the scarf is with a tear. If I walk by you, 
I would know whatever you're crying about. It's a, it's okay to do it. You 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 have a like a North Face. You have a North Face thing on, eh? With no scarf and, and a winter hat on. It, the importance just goes away. It goes bro. away. I'm telling it, it goes I, away. I look at you and I'm like, are you are you even praying? Or are you just warming up? <laughs> That's the other thing. Nobody took the hats off. I even had a hat. I took it off as soon as I walk in. What is going on? Got guys from oh, Europe walking around speaking French with their fucking hats on. Little respect, nah, baby. Man. That's it. Were you front pew? No, no. So no, no. I just did a slide into one of them further in the back. I got to tell you though, as classy as I am with that overcoat, on the way out, I'm like, let me light a candle too, right? And I went over to Whoa, light a candle, bro. What? 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 Two That's bucks. That's a move. Two That's bucks for the candle. I opened my wallet. I only had twenties. I didn't light the candle. <laughs> I couldn't. I, you know, a cool guy would have just gave a twenty. I didn't light the candle. I went to light the candle and it said two bucks donation yeah. when, when you light one. So, but nobody's there. Nobody's watching. I can't. Yeah, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I couldn't light one of the candles without having the money. So it was either twenty or no light. No light. So my dad got the prayer, but he didn't get the candle. Cause I, he didn't I, get I the candle. Couldn't. If they had a guy to break a 20, I would have did the candle. Even at Christmas time at, uh, at the church, a 20 spot, a little donation, no? Uh, you know, yeah, I, yeah I, I thought about that in hindsight, but uh, nah. It's pricey in New York, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. God, I nickel and dime myself. I think more about it than if I would have just did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I think you got to, you know, yeah, 20 bucks is a lot for a candle at the church. But you're giving, you're giving to the church. God knows that what they're going to do with it. Probably buy a, another marble floor for the Vatican. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true, man. Beautiful. That freaking church. I got to tell you, though, flying home, I got on the shuttle to get to my car and I have no bags. And as I go to get on the shuttle, uh, like, I just missed it. I, and I go, I look at it, and I go, damn. And, like, he sees me, and he stops, and he lets me get on. And I have nothing, no bag. So when he drops me off, I give him a five spot, and I go, uh, you could have drove right by. You didn't have to pick me up. Thanks, man. And he's like, oh, no problem. So I wanted him to know. I wanted to encourage him to keep picking people up like you know that when they leave and they're like hey you're not you're not in the spot you're like come on yeah just open the door yeah no nice i like i like i like how you tagged it with why you're giving him the five yeah so he knows he knows now there's people out there like you that do appreciate the unsolicited stop that's it i'm trying to keep that encouraging now listen i i know we're going to wrap this up in a second. I know it's the last cast until Christmas, man. So we're going to wish you a Merry Christmas here. But, dude, my gift. I have a gift coming. Might have come today. I outdid myself. This is, this is, <laughs> even your old man is going to enjoy this. Let's put it that way. Wow. It's going yeah, it's, it's to be a difference maker. One party, <laughs> party time. Party time difference maker. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, there you have it. We're looking forward to Pete's gift coming our way. Um, I got to tell you, I don't even know if I'm in the Christmas spirit right now, man. Oh, my God, bro. I shouldn't even let you finish this cast until you are. Nah, are you kidding listen, me? Listen, listen. I mean, I got to tell you, I've been working so much. I haven't really had the time to settle in. 
Yeah. Although the other night we we decorated the tree with the kids and it was it was a really special moment. I'm just not happy with the tree. We got the tree, we brought it in, and yeah. it's it's leaning. It's not it's not good. A heavy it's lean good, or man. like 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 if someone came over, they'd go, "Is that that's leaning or?" Yeah, it's not it's not a heavy lean. It's off. You could tell it's off. So we're not really happy with the. Uh, with the tree, the tree. Well, you, is... got, you, you got a show the day after Christmas, right? That's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's listen. It is what it is. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Uh, it's been an unbelievable year here at the Pete and Sebastian show. We we got through a, another year of this pandemic. Uh, when it started in 2020, March, I thought the pandemic was going to be over in six weeks, and here we are. Coming up on two years with this freaking virus, right? Insane. And we got to thank the listeners out there that's stuck. Stuck. uh, I gotta go listen to older casts. I haven't done that in a while. Sometimes I'll run through some older casts just to see where I was at that point in my life and what we're talking about. It's kind of fun to do. Even if you guys out there that are listening, if you want to go back and maybe. For the next two weeks, as Pete and I are taking a, a vacation from the cast here. Hit the we'll archives. Start back up. Yeah, hit the archives. We're going to start back up in January again. Um, but, uh, yeah, got to tell everybody out there that listens, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, my buddy Bill from Chicago says he's a big listener, so hello to Bill. Uh, nice to see you, buddy, over the weekend. And uh, that's it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You got any final uh, parting thoughts here? Okay, yes. Want to remind you guys, March 12th, next year, 2022, I'm playing the Paramount Theater on Long Island. That's a big one for me. Get your tickets now, PeteCorielli.com, or go straight to the Paramount and get the tickets online. That's March 12th and February 19th. Going back to Chicago, man. The City Winery in Chicago, Saturday night. February 19th, 8 p.m., baby. Again, you can get those tickets at PeteCorielli.com or right to the venues. Also, want to give a shout-out. I don't normally do this. Luis Amaro. I met you in Hartford. You had a beautiful mustard leather on, and you are one of our military vets. God bless all the military vets. You guys are the best. So there's your shout-out, my brother. Also, the lovely Sharon. You make me cookies. You've sent cookies and you made hats. You're a sweet lady. Sharon out in the Ozarks. Thank you very much. And to all the listeners, have a great Merry Christmas, man. You guys are the best. I can't thank you guys enough for all the support. And we're just having more and more fun every year. So happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and catch you all in 2022. We'll be in touch uh, uh, outside the cast. I got to try and figure out where my thoughts are here because right. I'm exhausted. <laughs> All right, man. No problem. <laughs> Good hanging anyway. I had a great time. Take care. Later. You got it. Bye. Now, you have a happy holiday, and from all of us to you and your loved ones, a merry, merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a merry Christmas. We wish you a The show has ended. 
everybody <laughs> literally broke out into applause and started shouting up at the front going, great job, great job. 